Welcome to the Fem Genius Podcast, where we unlock the secrets of intuition, self-discovery, and spiritual wisdom. I'm your host, Liz Zamorski, and I'm so excited for you to join me and my special guests as we delve into tarot readings, exploring our intuitive language, and sharing practical tips and tricks for connecting with your inner guidance. Tune in for an empowering journey into the world of intuition and self-awareness. Hello, hello, and welcome back to the Fem Genius Podcast. My name is Liz. I am the Fem Genius, and I'm so excited for today's episode because we're going to be talking about the full moon in Leo energy for January 25th, 2024. And so I want to talk about all of this energy that's on offer for us right now that we can tap into, and it feels so high vibe. And by high vibe, I don't just mean positive, but I mean making changes, taking action, being able to tap into your energetic stores and have all of this kinesis happening in your life and watching gears start to creak to life again and watching people reach out to you or watching yourself starting to be seen again. There's this real observer energy coming in. And if you can put yourself in that seat, even especially over the next 72 hours or so of the observer, Whew, there's going to be a show. Things are really being lit up right now. I'm definitely feeling this. I feel like I've been in a fluorescent, lit, sick gray waiting room for the past like three to four months. So I am feeling boosted right now by this full moon in Leo. And Leo is that lion energy. It's the strength card in the tarot. It's the five, six, and seven of wands in the tarot. It's the sun card in the uh, tarot. And so we just have all of this ready to be seen, ready to take action, ready to really be in my power energy coming through. And one thing that can be really helpful with full moon and Leo or with Leo energy in general is using a mirror, doing some mirror work, like either writing your affirmations on your mirror. I like to use a pocket mirror when there are Leo lunar cycles. I'll use a pocket mirror and just with like a a whiteboard marker, I'll write on it about, you know, what my intentions are. And then I'll just carry that pocket mirror with me. If you want to go and be extra fancy, which I'm all for, you can take a piece of cloth that's in what I would describe like autumn colors, you know, deep golds, browns, deep reds, those kind of colors. And, you know, the colors that are kind of associated with those lower chakras, especially that orange in that sacral chakra for Leo. And wrap the mirror in that and carry it around and just amplify this Leo. I'm ready to be seen. I'm ready to have my affirmations and my manifestations reflected back to me in a very real way or show me where this already exists in my life. That's one of my favorite affirmations. Show me where joy already exists in my life. Show me where abundance already exists in my life. Show me where rest already exists in my life. And so that that's a little ritual that you can do. Um, you can do that in front of a candle, a lit candle. That can be helpful. But so today we're going to be doing this mirror tarot spread that I channeled through just this afternoon because I was asking like, what would be a good spread to pull for Leo season? And this energy of stories about ourselves, beliefs about ourselves, shining our light really came through. And it 
I call it a mirror spread. I didn't, I was like, what's a mirror spread? And then my intuition was just like, oh, I'm asking a very similar question, pretty much the same question, but just with a little more nuance as the first question and the last question in this spread. So it's almost like, you know, as above, so below, or as within, so without. So we're kind of ending up with the same question, but with a different depth of the energy and a different level of the action we can be taking. And I feel like I'm going to say the word action probably a hundred times in this short episode, but bear with me. Um, I'm definitely feeling super lit up by this energy. Like I said, I have been rewriting my tarot handbook by hand in my notebook, and I'm planning to share that with the intro to tarot group. I was not planning to do that, but here I am almost fully done with the major arcana in only like two hours. So I've just been blazing through it. And I'm like, yeah, this is right. Like I should be rewriting this again right now through my language in my writing with the little arrows that I draw and stuff. And while I'm recording this episode, I've got a banana bread baking in the oven and I've been for a walk today and I've been following up on some admin with some of the like legal authorities here and I've been working on contracts and you know there's just been a lot going on but I've it's felt very fluid for me I've felt very much in my body and very much in the moment and being really lit up by all of this work and so I'm not saying that it has to be that way but that is one manifestation so if you're finding yourself really juiced up with energy right now I would suggest going with it Um, and knowing that you're not leading toward a burnout. It's almost like you're just tapping into this collective take action energy. And that brings us to the reading. So the very first question of this spread that I asked was, how can I shine my light most effectively right now? And this isn't just like, how can I shine my light or what do I need to know? This is Where's the best place for me to be really focusing my light? Because when we can focus the light, that is when we get to flow and flow and flow and then reach natural stopping points or reach natural resting points without burning out. It's when we just try to shine our light in general. That's when I feel like we burn out because it's like right now I'm focusing all of this energy on my business which is not where my energy was focused for the past few months, but let's be honest, the past year or so. Like my energy has just been really focused on the quote unquote business of being Liz and shutting a lot of doors I needed to shut and moving into my courage and moving into my voice and moving into my family unit in a different way. Like what does my family need from mom right now? And that being me. Or what does my family need from me as a person? What do I need from my family? So I was doing a lot of that work and I feel like it just reprioritized my life. But it it was kind of shining my light just in general and I was really tired. And now I feel like I'm shifting into shining my light in my business and that feels like a really good flow. But it feels like with this question, it's asking about focus. And so I love the card that came out, which is the temperance card. That's number 14 in the major arcana. So this is a five energy and I get to five because in numerology, if you have a double digit number, 
like 14, you take that double digit number and if it's not a repeater like 11, 22 or 33 or 44, those are master numbers. If it's not one of those, then I deduce that number down to a single digit by adding the two digits. So for instance, 14 becomes one plus four equals five. And five is a big change number. So we are acknowledging that there's change going on, that we're being guided through some transition right now as a collective. And you can decide whether you're gonna try to resist it and then be taken through the transition kicking and screaming, or whether you're gonna ask, what's my role here? How can I effectively shine my light? How can I effectively show up? And having it be temperance, I love this because this is a sister card to Leo energy. This is a Sagittarius card in the deck. And so we have Leo energy right now with the full moon in Leo. That's a fire sign. And then we have, it's fixed fire. And then we have Sagittarius, which is our mutable fire. And that's that temperance card. So right off the bat, it's like we're in the fire energy. We're in the right flow right now. And in order to shine, what I love about temperance is it says you've got to keep that balance as to where and how you're shining your light. We've got this balance between that night and day. We've got that balance of being in the right phase at the right time, really tapping into this energy of flow. Like I was talking about natural resting points, natural breaks, like, oh, it's nighttime. It's time for me to go to sleep. Let my body produce some melatonin. Let me close my eyes. Let me wind down. Let me put my device down and then get up in the morning with, you know, the the crow of the rooster and be ready for a day. Like be ready to shine and work in quotation marks, like whatever your work is, but to really allow yourself to follow that flow, to really create a rhythm. And that's going to really help you effectively shine your light really being mindful of how you're expending your energy and then shifting into things that just feel really good, things that make you feel ignited. And you might be surprised under this full moon in Leo, like me sitting here writing a whole new notebook by hand. That does not sound fun to me usually. (laughs) I mean, call me crazy, but that's not usually where I would be getting my kicks. But right now I'm so focused on it. It feels so good. And I'm just like, oh yeah, I get to get all this information out. I get to put it somewhere on a page and it's just me like scribbling like a mad person and having the time of my life, creating playlists to play in the background and then taking natural breaks to go for a walk in the woods or to go bake banana bread, you know, whatever it is. So this temperance card is really saying like, we've got to have some flow when we're shining our light. We have to really be tapped into how our energy feels, how our bodies feel. The next question in the spread is what holds me back from doing that? If that's available to us, like what could be holding us back? And The card that came out made me laugh because it's the 11 in the major arcana. It's justice. And justice and temperance to me are very similar cards. They really are talking about different sides of that coin of balance. And what the the distinction that I want to make here is that 
Temperance is the balanced action, like the balanced energy flow, looking for things that ignite you, that stoke your fire, that bring up this well of energy. And the justice balance is about balanced thought most of the time. Like how do we think about fairness? How do we think about equality? How do we think about what we should or shouldn't be doing? And like, what are the judgments that we're making? That's another one that's coming up for me. And so it feels like what holds us back from taking balanced action is this feeling of imbalance in our thought process or like us talking ourselves out of what feels balanced in our bodies because that's not what our brain wants to say. I'm going to use an example right now about like, let's say right now your balanced action is actually sleeping a lot more. I'm coming back to that, like the sleep cycle thing. So that might be important for somebody here. I've been having a really tough time sleeping, like I said, but so maybe this is for me, but maybe it's for some of you too. Let's say you're at this point where you're like, I don't know why, but I am getting, you know, nine hours of sleep a night and I feel like I need to take a nap during the day and that's just not like me. Like, why do I need so much sleep? Or maybe it's the opposite. Maybe you're like, I need very little sleep right now. I'm only needing like, uh, I don't want to say it out loud, but like, let's say six hours. Okay. There. Okay. But let's say like you only need six hours. Your brain may be telling you like, that's not enough. Like you have to get to bed. Or maybe if it's the one where you're sleeping all the time, maybe your brain's telling you like, this is out of whack. This is not balanced. You have to be up and doing things because it's the time to be up and doing things, you know, and not really listening to what your body's saying. And so it feels like there's this story playing out in your head of what you should be doing with your time or what you should, what moderation should look like or what balance should look like. And of course we know we shouldn't be shoulding, but in this full moon in Leo, it feels like it's this time where that can be illuminated for us. So pay attention to your thoughts, like use this energy of that coming up for us to say like, where in my thoughts am I possibly being unfair to myself because I'm creating expectations that don't serve me right now. When I really need to be listening to myself and listening to my body and just going with the flow because that's going to be the most effective use of my energy. And so give yourself a little bit of a break. That story feels like it's coming through. It feels like it's being illuminated right now. Let yourself be with it. Notice it. That's a huge step in shifting through energy or integrating the energy or processing the energy is just noticing it. Look deeper. I keep setting this intention of like, show me the things I'm not seeing. Let me be aware of what else is going on. That's a big one that's been coming up in the Genius Lab. So that's been like blowing the barn doors off of everybody's readings. Like show me, make me aware of what else is going on here. And so that could be a really powerful affirmation for this full moon in Leo. The third question in this spread was, from where did I receive that belief or story? And the three of swords came out. And I said it like that, three of swords, because this is the card in the deck that a lot of people associate with shadow work or with pain or with, you know, weathering that storm and emotional storm, 
shadow storm, brainstorm, all of the above. And it came up in a Genius Lab reading this week that really the Three of Swords is an invitation for us to be with that. And so it feels like you received this belief or story about what balance looks like or what you should be doing. You received that a long time ago. And it's one of those things that just sits at the root of your heart. It sits at the root of that shadow. And it's, I'll say like, it's one of those things that sometimes I question in myself, like, will I ever be fully healed from this? Like, I don't know. I feel like I revisit it a lot. You know, like all of these things that I'm healing, you know, it really is that onion where you're peeling back the layers where I'll get to a point where I'll have this big, you know, realization or all these pieces will suddenly come together. And I'm just like, oh my gosh, that's what that means. And those times feel so cool. But I also am like, and I'll see you next time. Or like, I'll see you later. Because I know that at some point, like I'm going to touch another piece of that or get another piece of that puzzle falling into place. And then it's going to be an even more complete picture or very different picture. And so when I see this three of swords, I feel like we're talking about, you know, a core wound, that it's a core wound for so many of us about what balance, what pace, what rhythm feels good for us. Because we have so much conditioning around how we should use energy, when we should be working, when we should be playing, when we should be resting. And, you know, with modern technology and everything, we should be at peak leisure time right now. Like we have machines that do everything for us. We have machines, portable machines in our pockets all the time. We have dish machines and washing machines and drying machines. Um, I'm talking about like in the modern Western world. And we just have so much at our fingertips that simplifies our lives. But we filled up all of that leisure time with more work. And so it feels like we need to really heal that wound, that core wound of what productivity actually looks and feels like, what using our energy in the most effective way looks and feels like. And it feels like that's a collective wound that we're tapping into, that we've been carrying for centuries, especially since the Industrial Revolution. So I'm going to say like, hey, good luck fixing everything that's happened since the Industrial Revolution. But you know, we if we all carry this wound, if we're all tapping into it in our own way, if we're all acknowledging it in our own way, then we're healing a lot more of it. It's like all of us would be tapping on an iceberg from different angles and we're going to make a lot more headway, right? Than one of us just trying to hack through that thing. So I feel like there's this collective energy coming through all of a sudden where it's like, oh, this is everybody. Oh yeah, we're all doing this. So let's put a little acknowledgement there on I'm carrying a core wound about what I do or how much energy I put into things or how I honor my energy. And I'm ready to shift that. I'm ready to shift what I can right now. Is there anything on offer for me to shift? And if there's not, then just acknowledge it. Like that to me is a really great use of energy too, is the acknowledging. Like I know, I know I've got this. Okay, that makes sense now. And then the fourth card is how can I effectively shine my light right now as a result of acknowledging that belief or story? So that's how we're taking this mirror 
image. Like we're ending up with the same first question. How can I effectively shine my light right now? But we're adding on that qualifier as a result of acknowledging that belief or story. And we have the six of wands. And baby, this is Leo energy to a T. I love the six of wands. This is the card of, hello, my name is blank. Pleased to meet me. You know, like it's just really, I mean, shining your light is an understatement. Shining your light, recognizing what it does in other people, recognizing what it gives to you and others, recognizing how that's reflected back to you, recognizing that flow that you're in and allowing yourself to be recognized. This is fancy energy, y'all. This is fancy, fancy energy. And so it's saying like we're going from this very balanced way of shining your light effectively, going through a little bit of the shadow or acknowledging a little bit of that shadow around balance and using our energy, and then just letting yourself beam me up, Scotty, like beam it out because six of wands, it brings up for me like this memory I have of being four years old. I have this deep fear of slipping and falling. And it starts from like this moment that I'm about to tell you about. When I was four years old, my sister was in gymnastics at one of those, you know, like big box gymnastics gyms. And so I was dancing outside of that place while my sister was inside taking gymnastics. And I had on my bathing suit because I really wanted to be in gymnastics, but I was too little. So I had on my bathing suit as my leotard. And then I had on like my church shoes that were slippery on the bottom, like Mary Jane's. And I was pretending that they were tap shoes. And so I was dancing on the asphalt out in the parking lot. And my mother was talking with one of the other moms. And all of a sudden, my church shoes just slipped out from under me. And I went down on my bare knees on the asphalt. And I just split both of them open immediately. And of course, there was no like band-aids or anything in the car. So I remember this lady going in her car and she had these napkins from the fast food chain Whataburger or Whataburger. And I'll never forget like that logo because it kind of looks like Wonder Woman's logo a little bit. And I was holding it to my knee and just being like, this is not helping. But it instilled in me this fear of that slip and fall. And at the same time, it subconsciously wired that with when I'm dancing and having the time of my life, it, I could just, it could all end in a second in deep pain. And so better just not to let that happen. And so when I see this six of wands, it feels very much like tapping into those types of moments in life even if you don't have to like dredge it up from the bottom, just being like, if there's anywhere that I was taught that shining my light would end in pain, let me go ahead and just send some light there. And you know, not even knowing where that is, but, and maybe you do, but setting that intention to send light there, to send healing energy there, and to acknowledge that that story may exist, that's huge. And that work is going to be so potent under this full moon. And so I just want to say that wherever you are, whatever you're doing, let yourself tap into how your energy is feeling, 
how you can get it to feel balanced, what you need to be doing, if that brings up anything for you, and how you can take that story and just use it to be a light worker, use it to amplify your confidence, your bravery, your voice even more. So I hope this is helpful. Happy full moon in Leo. I will see you next week with a regular episode. And until then, stay grounded, stay magical, and I'll talk to you soon. Bye for now. Thanks for tuning in to the Fem Genius Podcast, where intuition meets inspiration. If you enjoyed this episode and want more empowering insights, don't forget to subscribe and share your thoughts in the comments. Remember, your intuition is your superpower, and together we're unlocking its full potential. Stay curious, stay intuitive, and keep shining your unique light in the world. Until next time.